0: Alhamdulillah, alhamdulillahi wahda, wassalatu wassalamu ala man la nabiyya ba'da, nabiyyina muhammadin wa ala alihi wa sahbihi wassalama tasliman kathiran kathira amma ba'du. Assalamualaikum wa barakatu. <laughs> Beloved elders, brothers, sisters in Islam, all praise and thanks is due to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, choices, peace, blessings and salutations upon our master Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. We thank and praise Allah Subhanahu wa Ta'ala for all the favors He continues to bestow upon us and for allowing us to be part of the Ummah of Muhammad Sallallahu We ask of Allah Subhanahu wa Ta'ala to make this gathering a blessed one and that when we depart from this gathering we depart having our sins been forgiven from Allah by Allah Subhanahu wa Ta'ala and inspired enough to take us through for the next week inshallah Ta'ala until next week Friday when again we get a booster of taqwa i mean as an ummah living in the west as an umma living in a western society where we are the minority the muslims are the minority where it is calculated that we are about two percent two to five two point five percent something around there it is certainly difficult to remain strong on the sirat al-mustaqim and to avoid being led astray by temptations that society has to offer These temptations fluctuate through times and we find that in Western societies, especially ours, at the end of the year, these times are at a high where temptations are more present and more active and stronger than ever before. This time of the year has a special name, a name that we know to be called the silly season. And the reason for this is because of the type of behavior that is seen within society during this time of the year. Is it not true that every year, nine months after December, we find the hospitals full with mothers giving birth? Single mothers at that, unmarried ladies giving birth to illegitimate children. And is it not true that around February and March, The hospitals are filled with single, unmarried, young ladies. Many of them being Muslim as well, at the hospitals and at the clinics for abortion. And isn't it true that during this time of the year especially, the clubs are filled, the beaches are filled, and all sorts of places that are unbefitting for Muslims wanting to obey Allah are filled. One of the major temptations and one of the major fitan that we find rife in society, that we find all over, is the the evil temptation, that illicit act known as zina. And we find that because of the leeway that the youth are given in our day and age, where having a girlfriend is normal and having a boyfriend is normal, and for boys and girls to go out alone is pretty much normal in society. We find that to keep our families safe and to keep our iman safe and to keep our taqwa intact and to keep the ummah legitimate has become one of the most difficult tasks that we have on our hands as the ummah of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa For anyone whose eyes are open, they would know that it is obvious in our society that it promotes free mixing of boys and girls. It promotes illicit relationships between the sexes and even within same sexes. Sex is promoted everywhere from billboards, advertising commercials on the television and on the radio the magazines we read, the songs that are played in the radio and that are considered to be hits, the movies that are watched and that are released on a daily basis, the television programs and so on and so forth, all of which promotes one common message, follow your dreams, explore the world, obey your thirst. Just do it. You are the architect of your own life. You are the architect of your own future. The sky is the limit. Pursue whatever it is that you want to pursue. Let your spirit free. These are the messages that are promoted. And at the same time, women are objectified. And instead of looking like human beings and being treated like human beings, Women are portrayed as objects, objects of desire, objects of lust, objects of attainment for men as sources of pride and as sources of comfort. And the message is implanted within the minds of the ummah. That if you want to be happy, what do you need? You need a fast car. You need the best looking woman you can find. You need to have a fast lifestyle. You need to have all the money that your heart desires. You need to have a job that makes you look like a boss. You need to live the good life and the fast life. You need to be out there. You need to go. You need to be a mover and a shaker. And if you're not, you are regarded as uncool. You are regarded as a stranger in society. You are regarded as alien and an outcast for a young Muslim boy or girl in high school. And I'm not speaking here about overseas or in Britain and America. I'm speaking here about Cape Town, South Africa. I'm speaking here about retreat and Steenberg and Grassy Park and all our surrounding areas. If you are 16 years old or 17 years old and you are in high school, obviously then being in the senior years at high school standard nine and matric, and it is known among your friends that you have not engaged in sexual intercourse as of yet you are not looked upon as an innocent young person wanting to preserve themselves for the sake of their creator or for a higher purpose but rather you are looked upon as a stranger as a weirdo and as an outcast in society. The term virgin no longer just applies to the holy mother, Mary, virgin, etc. No, it's been taken out of that context from holy and it's been placed in a context of, for colloquial terms, somebody that is, for sin, or a nerd, or an outcast, or sturvy, and the list goes on problem is that it is our children and our youth that are in these high schools and it is our children and our youth and our ummah that is facing this dilemma and it is our parents and our brothers and sisters that are promoting these type of relationships like on an eid day when the young boy comes around to his aunties and uncles he brings his girlfriend along with him to say salamat and as the ummah of Muhammad sallallahu wasallam knowing that this type of relationships is completely haram by the Qur'an and by the sunnah of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam. Instead of saying, what are you doing with a girl? You are not married and you are not supposed to be going around with a girl. What we do say instead is, masha Allah says a You make a nice couple and we shake hands and we kiss because we're living in modern times and we're living in modern societies in our day and age the norm is for a young man and a young woman a young man and a young woman to go out for three four five years then get engaged and stay together for another two years and then plan a wedding because society demands that the man he first needs to have a solid job And he needs to have a solid place to live, his own house or his own flat. And he needs to be able to buy furniture and a car and a silly posturpedic bed and built-in kitchen cupboards. And he needs to buy bhangsels and the karma needs to be eight gesort. And he needs to first be able to pay a mascavi of 30,000 rand, etc, etc, etc. All in the meanwhile, that young boy is taking that young girl to the movies. And they are sitting together alone in the movies and on New Year's Eve, they're going to town to watch the clubs together alone. And on Saturday nights and Friday nights, they're not just sitting by each other's homes, they are sitting on each other's beds and in each other's bedrooms. And when they go out, they're going out alone. And when they go and park, they go and park alone. And when they do these things, they do these things without any feeling of guilt or remorse, because this is what everybody else is doing. And if everybody else is doing it, how can it be wrong? Yeah, alright, the imam says Haram, but what do? Yeah, okay, we know Islam says multi bank of sati You know, it's 2013. Get with it. Get jiggy with it. Times are moving on. We need to get with the, with the program. I mean, if the norm of the day is twilight, right? And every Bella wants to find an Edward and every Edward wants to find his Bella, then what are we talking about? What is die? Don't go near to Zina. What? Then how am I supposed to find a wife if I can't go around and taste? I need to first taste the whole menu before I make a selection. And then eventually, when I make my selection, I need to remember that, that selection was selected by so many others before me already. I'm alet khap. This is the type of lifestyle that is being promoted. This is the type of illicit relationships that's being promoted. And I may sound pretty vulgar when I say these things, but I have to be naive if I'm going to be if I'm going to close my eyes and we're going to close our eyes and pretend like it's not happening. Isn't it true that this is what's happening on a daily basis in our society? How can I then come Friday after next and talk about make salah and have taqwa Allah if this is what the youth of the Ummah are practicing? How can we turn a blind eye and pretend like it's not happening and say, ni, usmati, praatupi, minbar, ni. Today, if you have a teenage boy or a teenage girl that has decided to turn their life towards Allah, that have decided to turn their life towards the Quran, That have decided to pursue a lifestyle on the Sirat al Mustaqim, and I'm not thereby saying that they are angels because nobody's an angel. Everybody commits mistakes. But if you have a teenage boy and a teenage girl that has decided to try their best and their utmost to be an uprighteous believer, making salah five times a day and turning to Allah in Tawbah when they make. When they make mistakes and when they do haram, then wallahi in your home, you have a living miracle and say alhamdulillah that allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has protected your family. And, and on the other side of the coin, if you are a parent of a normal average teenage boy and teenage girl, the boy on a, on a daily basis and on a weekly basis and on a monthly basis, is pursuing girls or as colloquially it has it chasing goodness right and if you have a teenage girl and has posters of all these uh these young men and young women on their walls who don't even make stinger right this justin bieber and one direction and they worship them like they are idols and they have boyfriends that look like them and cut their hair like them and if you have boys that go out clubbing with the rest of their friends and pursuing the Western lifestyle because their desires necessitate it, then I can only but say, turn to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and try your utmost to make a difference within their lives before it is too late. Remember my beloved elders and brothers and sisters in Islam, says Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, ummati al aljannata illa man abah." Every single one of the Ummah of Muhammad Sallallahu will enter into Jannah, except those who refuse. The Sahaba asked who in the right minds will refuse to enter Jannah O oh, Messenger of Allah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. He said, Man Ata'ani al Jannah. Those who obey me will enter Jannah. Those who refuse to obey me and disobey me, they have refused to enter Jannah. Remember. Remember that the Qur'an says in Surah Yusuf, وَمَا أُبَرِّئُ I cannot claim that I am innocent. I cannot claim and, 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 and lay claim to my own innocence. The nafs by its very nature commands towards evil, except through the rahmah of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Says Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, والسلام, None of you will enter Jannah because of your deeds. The Sahaba asked, Wala ya not even you, O Messenger of Allah sallallahu He said, Wala ana, not even me, Except if Allah showers me with his mercy. Make dua that Allah showers your children with his mercy. Make dua that Allah protects our youth with his mercy. Make dua that our daughters don't end up pregnant outside of marriage by Allah's mercy. Make dua that they choose the sirat al-mustaqim and not the other sirat by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's mercy. Remember my beloved parents and my beloved elders, we can point fingers at the youth and say, Wat is verkeerd met die jongspan verdag? Kiek wat maak hulle, wat doen Take what families are, but remember who gave them their values, who instilled within them their habits, who taught them their values in life and what is right and what is wrong. For verily, if we did not lead by example, then how did we lead? Are we still going to tell our children? slams the school too', and then we sit back, relax, and watch idols on TV? Are we still going to tell our children khat masjid too and then we sit back relax and sit in our lounge stoop saying that we had our chance to go to madrasa and we had our chance to go to afternoon classes etc if we don't lead by example then how are we going to lead did we show our children that when new year's comes the family must go on holiday and when it comes to salah time neos is of holiday Daar is het tijd en plek voor alles, en hier is plek, die tijd en die plek voor salaa nie. Did we show our children that when we go to the beaches on Christmas day, and we picnic with our families, and it's dhughr time, and it's asr time, and we tell them, nie, dis is strand my kin, ons kan nie hier salaa maakie, ons het hier musalla nie, ons het hier musla nie, hoe kan ze hier salaa maak? ons maak trafie nematjes inshaallah. Is that how we taught our children? Because then, how can they one day wake up and all of a sudden say, "Hayya Salah, uh, hayya al-falah"? That means I need to go and perform salah. Understand that if we look at the, at the way the world is looking now, my beloved elders and brothers and sisters in Islam, look at the Middle East. Look at how our brothers and sisters are being persecuted, left, right, and centre. And then every time we realize that this is happening, we want to take to the streets in town and march and shout La ilaha illallah and shout Takbir Allahu Akbar. But when the Mu'addin shouts Allahu Akbar for Fajr the next morning, and we're not willing to stand up and say, here yeah, I am O oh Allah, ready to respond to your call. How can we expect that the Ummah must come right? We are being persecuted from the west, from the east, from the north, from the south. We are being bombarded and the thing that they are attacking first and foremost is our Iman. They will do whatever it takes to get you away from the masajid, to get you away from your kalima, to get you away from your taqwa Allah. And once they do that, what do you have left, jamaatul muslimi? What can you bring to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala on the day of Qiyamah? Oh Allah, I got a nice pretty girlfriend at least. Oh Allah, I've got a good job at least oh allah look at my degree that i hung on my wall oh allah i was earning 25 g's a month and 30 g's a month oh allah look at the business that i ran i was the executive manager of my business Ya allah look at my beautiful bank account with all the riba that's accumulating in that because i didn't want to change over to a bank account that doesn't accumulate riba Allah, is this what we're going to present because if we can't present our iman if we can't present our taqwa what can we present are we going to present our children and say, here's my child. Oh, Allah, he went clubbing every week and he went drinking every week and he went with his friends and his girlfriends every week. Or are we going to be able to say, yeah, Allah, here's my child. I brought my child up with a teaching that five times a day, every day, my child must turn to you in Salah, ya yeah Allah. And whether that child continued with your teachings or not. Fact of the matter is you won't be held responsible for what that child did you will be held responsible for what you taught that child to do because eventually when the child becomes mukallaf he or she makes her own decisions but for as long as that child is not mukallaf and under your care who is the one who influences that child the parents and the friends my beloved elders and brothers and sisters in Islam listen Listen to what Rasulullah says about the stench of zina. He says, Ida zan al-abdu, When a slave makes zina, when a man, as Sheikh Gabriel always quotes on the member, and people find it shocking, and for that reason, I'm going to say it today. When a man, a Muslim man, takes his private parts and illegally inserts it into the private parts of a woman that he is not allowed to do so with, then what happens is, minhul iman. That person's iman leaves their body that person's iman hovers above their head like a shade like a cloud when that person stops committing that act of zina then perhaps then perhaps then perhaps that person's iman will will enter again now imagine my, my beloved elders and brothers and sisters in islam we know how it happens today i can speak of a handful of cases that i've come across in my own personal experience of teenagers who have not yet finished high school, but who were involved in tragedies in their lives, in, in their lifetimes. I can speak of a car accident involving family members, involving friends where, where three of the five passengers of the vehicle did not walk away from the car accident, all of them being teenagers. I can speak of a, of a case, a personal case within my own family where there was a wedding and everybody was happy and going going to kira like people go on a wedding and you must know when it's a wedding day, you can't take off your suit to take up dust because your suit she had crickle, right? And the the bride can't take off a dress because the makeup is going to be spoiled. She can't go and take up dust on that day. So everything is delayed. And then on that very day, the the very brother lost his life. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant these Muslims Jannah that have passed on. But what if you were in that situation? Would you have been of those who have performed their salah five times a day, on time, every day? So much so that you, you walk out and the malak doesn't have to ask you, why did you not perform fajr that morning? Were you of those who abstained from zina? Because remember the Prophet alayhi said, Man adman li ma bayna wa ma bayna adman lahul jannah. Whosoever guarantees for me what is in between their jaws, their tongue in other words. And what is in between their thighs, their private parts, in other words, I guarantee for them, Jannah, Allahu Akbar. Who of us can say, yeah, and we don't have to raise our hands or anything, that's, that's unbefitting. With to, to yourself and within yourself, can you say, Alhamdulillah, Ya Allah, I have preserved my private parts for your sake, Ya Allah. And the only one that has experienced my privacy was my wife or my husband, Ya Allah. Alhamdulillah, that you have saved me, that you have showered me with your mercy. Who of us here can say to ourselves, Alhamdulillah, Ya Allah, you have saved my tongue from indulging in speaking about others behind their backs, Ya Allah. You have saved me from lying. You have saved me from swearing. You have saved me from abusing my wife and from abusing my parents and from abusing my children. Alhamdulillah that you have saved me, O oh Allah. Who of us can say that? here? Yeah. Because if we can say that, then Rasulullah guarantees you Jannah. Allahu Akbar. May Allah make us of those. Amen. Further, to elaborate further, the Prophet wasalam, says, Idmanuli min anfusikum. Adman la kumul Jannah, guarantee for me six things. I will guarantee for you Jannah. Let this be our lesson today, inshaAllah. He says, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Usduku Tell the truth when you speak. Tell the truth when you speak. Mutni today. Go out there and ask even your Christian workers and your Jewish uh, colleagues. Go and ask them. Say for me. Say for me, go, what is a slums? Say for me, go, what is a Muslim? And unfortunately, what will they tell you? Lie, break and steal. Now who did that reputation? Did they fabricate something and say, look here, this is the people that I work with? Or did we and our people build those reputations up for ourselves? Illa Allah. of course, we can't generalize and say everybody is like that. The Prophet says, Speak the truth when you, when you speak. He says, Fulfill your promise when you make a promise. You tell the Buddha, Buddha, I will fix your car for 5,000 Rand. When the Buddha picks up his car, don't make it 7,000 Rand. If you tell the Buddha Buddha, I will fix your electricity for 150 Rand, the light fittings and whatever the case may be, then don't on the day that he must pay you say, Well, it's 250 Rand. If you must go and build that person's house and you quote them A, then charge them A because you promised to charge them A. If you said to a person, <coughs> Don't worry, I'm going to be there at 3:30. Then if you, th- if you show up <coughs> at 3.35, you broke your promise. Show up at 3.25, because that's the sunnah of Muhammad sallallahu wasallam. Prophet wasalam, says, that's the second one. إِذَا 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 and fulfill your trust if people trust you. People say, listen, here, yeah, I need to talk to you about something, but this is a personal matter. Please don't tell other people. And then when you walk away and somebody asks you, what did he talk to you about now? It's a secret. Don't tell anybody else. But this is what he spoke to me about. Don't do that. If your family goes through something, or your friends go through something, or your community or your neighbors go through something, don't post it on Facebook. It's not anybody else's business. Because when your friends speak to you, it's a trust between you and your friend. For you to betray their trust by posting it on Facebook is haram. The Prophet alayhi says, wasalam says, Protect your private parts. Again, silly season. Look what happens nine months after this. When you drive around in our areas and you see young girls, no husbands, walking desperately around with the tightest of jeans and the shortest of sweaters and a big belly why because there's a bun in the oven now because the silly season came about and my boyfriend he wanted to experiment subhanallah and the last thing says rasulullah the second last thing lower your gaze the silly season it's summertime now for those of you who have to drive to work you now at it is. You drive in the morning, you drive in the afternoon. It's like a tennis match. You look to your left, you look to your right. You look to your right again, you look to your left again. Because it's mini skirts and it's short skirts. Why? Because just a little bit of sun comes out. And then all the clothes come off. Because it's summertime in Cape Town. We as Muslims, we have a higher moral and a higher ethics than everybody else. Nobody can be around but that lady comes walking past. A true Muslim looks away. Why? Not for my sake, not for her sake, but for Allah's sake. Because I know nobody watching. Allah is watching. I know nobody hears me. Allah listens to me. The last thing says Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam, Wa kuffu Keep your hands back. Men, raise your hands to your wife. And in the eyes of Allah, you are the lowest of the low. Raise your hands to hit your wife. And in the eyes of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, you are the, lower, the lowest creature on the face of this planet. Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wa said, Khayrukum, khayrukum li ahli. The best of you are those who are the best to their wives. وَأَنَا خَيْرُكُمْ لِأَهْلِي And I am the best to my wives. أَكْمَلُ الْمُؤْمِنِينَ إيمانا أَكْثَرُهُمْ خلقا أَحْسَنُهُمْ خلقا. The believers with the most perfect iman are those who have the best character. لنسائهم, and the best of you are those who are best to their women folk. Abuse your wives and beware because in the cupboard you shall be abused. Abuse your wives and on Qiyamah beware because you shall be abused. Abuse your children and beware on the day of Qiyamah, you shall be abused. Do unto others as you would have others do unto you. Don't commit zina with other ladies because you wouldn't want other men to make zina with your daughters. Don't make zina with other ladies because you wouldn't want other men to make zina with your wives. And with your mothers and with your sisters. Protect the honor of this ummah and Allah will protect your honor. Guard your Iman and Allah will guard you. Help the deen of Allah and Allah will help you. You're sitting in problems. You want a way out. Ittaqillaha ya makhraja. Have taqwa of Allah. Allah will make a way out for you. Wallahi, these are not my words. These are the words of Allah. Subhanahu wa ta'ala. You want your money to have barakah in it? Stay away from riba. Stay away from the lottery. Don't even have it in your shop. Because you're making everything in your shop haram. And all your income haram. If you want barakah in your money, give your zakah. Pay the poor what is due to them, so that there will be barakah in your money you want Barakah in your life, put your head in the ground and make Salah, and there will be Barakah in your life. Don't make Salah. Wallahi, you will fail in the year after, and you will go to Jahannam. Illa masha shā Except if Allah shows you mercy. This is Allah's words. These are the words of Rasulullah wasallam. And I could be said to convey this in a very harsh way, but we're living in harsh times. We're living in very harsh times. And if we don't wake ourselves up before it's too late, who is going to wake us up? May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala forgive me and forgive you for our shortcomings and our mistakes. Because wallahi, I am a sinner and we are all sinners. We all make mistakes. We all make mistakes and we all need the mercy of Allah. We all need the forgiveness of Allah to stay uprighteous, to stay as the Ummah of Muhammad sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. We all make mistakes. I make more mistakes than all of you do. I am the I'm the lowest of you. But let me advise myself first and give others advice at the same time. And when we give advice to others, don't give advice like, Jay moet kom, Jay. Jay, Jay moet kom. Is, recht, Jay is verkeerd. Don't do that. Give advice like this. If I need advice this much, then my brother also needs advice. So let me give advice that perhaps i will listen to my own advice that's how we need to give advice if we love each other for allah's sake then do for others what you will do for yourself for allah's sake my voice is going already allah subhanahu wa ta'ala guide us protect us protect our families Make us from among those who have the best of lives in this world and the best of lives in the Akhirah. May He make us successful here. May He make us successful there. And may He make us reunited with Nabi Muhammad, sallallahu on the day of Qiyamah, with our families, with our sons, with our daughters, with our mothers, and with our fathers. And may we all enter together into Jannatul Firdaus. Wa sallallahu Sayyidina Muhammad.